0: Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Modern Casanova Podcast with me, Troy Francis, your host. So welcome back to the show, good to be here. It's another show from London, I'm in London at the moment, getting on with an exciting new project which I'll be telling you all about in the coming weeks. But in the meantime, it's very hot here, so I'm standing shirtless in my office, which I'm sure is a lovely image for you guys. And I want to talk today about a concept that's been on my mind for a little while. And this is to do with the people that you surround yourself with. This is to do with the people that you meet as you go about your daily business. And the reason I want to talk about this is because I did a tweet this week. uh, It was the 1st of August. It went out. And I said, the best way to understand human nature is to go out talk to as many different people as you can and learn it for yourself. Now, that tweet was one of the most popular of the week. It got uh, 6,000 impressions, just over 6,000 impressions. It was uh, engaged with 158 times, which is pretty high. The engagement rate on that is really high. Now, I did have tweets that got significantly higher impressions than that. So I I had a tweet with 15,000 impressions, but that was about something unrelated. So I thought, When I looked at the tweets from this week, I saw that this one about understanding human nature had been popular, and I thought I'd do a little bit of a riff on it on this show because you often get this saying. There's a saying that goes around the sort of self-development, self-help space, if you like, which is, you are the sum of the five people that you surround yourself with the most. Now, I'm not even sure where that came from, to be honest, so if you do know please do let me know in the comments or drop me an email or whatever. But anyway, this is a very popular trope. It's very well known. It tends to get repeated a lot and I'm not so sure about it really, but let's get into it. Let's have a think about it. So why do people say that? Well, the basic idea is that if you want to be successful, if you want to be good at any particular thing, whether that is seduction, whether that is business, dating, writing, creating a company, whatever it is, then you should surround yourself with people who are doing better than you, ideally, or at least people who are on the same level. And the idea is that you should cut out all toxic elements in your life or you should certainly cut out everybody who is negative or who isn't on the same path as you let's say now on one level i completely agree with this i think it absolutely makes sense because i have some friends who are very very successful and as i've sort of grown into this online business space as i think i've alluded to in previous content what sort of happened as a result of that is that I've been introduced to more and more people and I've met people who are further along the journey who are certainly making more money than me online and Who are living the lifestyle that I really aspired to live Which is to not work in a corporate job to make money through my own enterprises To be able to do what I want when I want to live where I want and to get paid handsomely for doing so so in putting out content on my blog in creating videos and creating podcasts like this, what happens is really interesting. You put out this content to the world. You don't know who's going to listen to it. You don't even know if anyone's going to listen to it at the beginning, but certainly you put it out and you have faith and you keep putting it out consistently and you start to build a bit of an audience now within that audience there's going to be loads of different sorts of people at different sorts of of levels but within my audience I found that I was speaking to a lot of beginners as you would expect but I also found that I was speaking to some more experienced people as well some people that and some people that had themselves built their own content business online people themselves who had Managed to create a following and then to monetize that following by creating amazing products to sell to those people and that was really really useful because what that meant and certainly this has really come about I guess in 2018 the back end of 2017 more than any other time was that I've been able to actually spend time with some of those people and to understand more about what they do, how they built their profile, how they monetize their own content and and what their thinking really is on the whole the whole process. Now you can imagine from my point of view as somebody who is getting into this online business space, as somebody who is starting to make a good living from it that is invaluable because first of all you've got to be able to see that these things are possible and that's true as well when I was more involved with the dating side of things because in the dating space one of the things that was really helpful to me at the beginning was being on the the forum uh the the london the lss the london seduction society forum it was called at the time and there was a load of us on there Back in, the, uh, back in the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s, very, very influential in London. And it was a group of guys who had read the game, largely, and had read other material as well, David D'Angelo and all that kind of thing. And we were keen on improving ourselves. We were keen on improving our sexual market value. We wanted to be able to meet new girls, date new girls. We wanted more options in that area of our life. And so what happened was this group of guys, and there was a big group of people on there at one point, would would post regularly. They would share their experiences, they would share stories, and basically help each other out and advise each other. Now, as with any community, there were problems. It wasn't always plain sailing there were not everybody was necessarily representing themselves truthfully all the time but you could usually tell you could usually get a pretty good idea or certainly if you then went to meet up with these people in real life you would know uh, from just meeting up with them if they were the real deal or not and through doing that and through getting through that process and through working out who was telling the truth and who was fronting if you like you were able to meet certain people who clearly were out and were doing this thing and they were getting success. And for me, I think one of the key things, whatever the field of study that you're interested in, is firstly believing that it can be done. Because if you don't believe that the thing can be done, then you're not going to believe that you can do it. And if you don't believe that you can do it, then it's just not going to happen for you. Because belief, and this goes back to things like Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich belief is absolutely central to making a success of any endeavor if you don't think you can do it then the chances are you're right you're not going to be able to do it you know so you've got to believe you've got to be able to believe that it's true so when you consider something like the making money online for example when you meet guys who have done a launch and they've made 10 grand 20 grand or even more over a weekend launching a digital product And you know these guys and they're cool guys and they're friendly and they explain their process and everything Then it makes it very real to you that this can actually happen You understand that this is a real possibility It's not just some sort of pie-in-the-sky fake internet bullshit This is actually real and people actually make a good living from doing this And indeed, you know, there are people in the online space who are making upwards of a million a year Or millions a year depending on what exactly what they're doing uh through selling products online or through drop shipping or through online marketing and doing different you know other projects of that kind but until you understand that it's actually true that it's actually feasible and tangible then you've got less of a chance of making it work for yourself so as i said for me what happened was i I put in chain of events into action if you like by putting out that first content first of all i put out the content loads and loads and loads of content Uh, some people read it you know i had a small audience people would read it but not that many people and then slowly over time that audience grew and then i would come to the attention of people who were further along the process than me and i was able to actually make friends with those people build relationships with those people and then find out exactly what they were doing So I'm incredibly grateful for that. And that has certainly massively helped me. And even just this summer, I've met up with various people um, who have really, really helped me to up my game. So one of them is uh, James Holtz, the online entrepreneur. So if you follow James on Twitter, I uh, I think his handle is Start Selling Stuff on Twitter. He is a great guy to follow on Twitter. So I met up with him. I met up with Kyle Trouble. And of course, you will have heard the podcast that I did with Kyle a few episodes back in Eastern Europe. And Tom Torreiro, who's also been on this show, I have met up with several times, uh, including just a few days ago in London. And various other people as well. And all of these people have experience in this space. All of these people are doing fantastic things working for themselves online. And for me, as an online entrepreneur as well, it's great to meet those people because it just ups my game. It just makes me see what's possible, it makes me see what they're doing. And it, you know, it fires me up. It makes me believe it's possible. They can sometimes give me tangible tips as well. And these aren't always necessarily massive things. I mean, sometimes. You know, I meet up with somebody and they will suggest a few little tweaks to what I'm doing, nothing massive, and that will make a huge difference. So, without a doubt, meeting up with people, or sorry, spending time with people who are successful is incredibly important. And I would recommend that everybody does it if it's possible for you to do it. And it is possible for you to do it. But the way that you meet people who are More successful than you, or who may initially appear to be unreachable, is to create value yourself because you're not just gonna roll up and you know DM somebody and then they're gonna become your best friend. Now, you know, anything can happen. I'm not saying that's never happened in the history of the world, I'm not saying it's impossible, but in reality, as people go on with their careers, as they become successful, then they're pretty busy, they've got other considerations they're doing other things and also as well they're going to be slightly more you know i mean it's like anything if you try to become a you know best friends with a celebrity they are going to be and i'm not saying these people are celebrities but i'm just saying as a point of comparison if you attempt to become friends with somebody who is very prominent in the public eye then they are naturally going to be a little bit reticent because they're going to think well what does this person want? Is this person just leeching off my value? Is this person just a value taker rather than somebody who's also going to bring something to me as well? And of course, you know, when we're talking about people who are very successful, it's difficult to bring value, or it might initially seem difficult to bring value to them because you kind of think, well, I'm just sitting here in my bedroom, I don't have. 100 followers or whatever you know whatever this particular person does i don't make this kind of money what can i really bring to the party now the truth is that you do have something to bring to that party because you are you you are unique you are an individual you have your own unique insight you have your own skills your own knowledge your own way of going about things but you have to find a way to deliver that value or to demonstrate that you have that value to the people that you, you, know, you want to get to know and you want to network with. And that's not necessarily easy. I, as I say, I mean, for me, the way that I did it was just putting out content. You know, I just put out content on a regular basis on my own site, on other people's sites, and I would get people approaching me. I would get, you know, guys who've got, you know, who are very successful in in that particular niche and other niches actually approaching me and saying, oh, I read your article. I really liked it, blah, blah, blah. So, and, you know, so using that as an example, I was able to forge relationships with people because I'd already given out value into the world. I'd already done the business of putting the, putting my value out into the world. Now, these days I sometimes get emails from people and they'll say, oh, what about this project? Why don't we do this? Blah, blah, blah. But I don't see any evidence from them of what they've actually done so far. You know, if somebody says to you, why don't we work on this website idea together, for example, or why don't we do a blog together? And then you say, "Okay, well, what have you done? Where are your posts? And they haven't made any posts yet. They haven't even written an article. Then you kind of, I mean, what incentive really is there to, you know, to get involved in that situation? Because... You know, you kind of think, well, if that person was really serious about this, wouldn't they have started already? Wouldn't they be building the thing up already and creating content and putting it out there? And then, you know, if I then looked at that and I thought it was it was really good and it was going to go somewhere, then yes, possibly maybe I'd want to get involved with that. But if it's just somebody kind of coming to you and saying, oh, let's do this, like, I thought this project would be really great. Why don't we just do it together? Then you, the natural reaction for the person who's being approached is to think yeah you're just kind of leeching value you know you've seen me doing stuff you've seen me creating all this content you've seen me putting all this stuff out and you want me to do that but you kind of want to get a cut of it as well and that's just not how it works that's not how it works in you know because what are you as the the secondary person bringing to the table you can and you know it's not just what you say you bring to the table it's what you actually demonstrate you can bring to the table because anybody can send a DM on social media and say hey I'm a great XYZ why don't we go into business together but if there's no evidence of that then you're going to you know you're not really going to get very far and that's not to say that you don't have those skills it's not to say that you don't have that ability but if you're not demonstrating it in some tangible way then it's going to be harder to get people to buy into that and i've seen people like james tweeting about this where he said something like he gets people approaching him saying what about this business idea why don't we go 50 50 on this business idea and they're just not really offering him any value. It's pretty clear that they just, they've just they read his tweets, they've seen his success, they know what he's doing, and they just kind of think, all oh, right, okay, so he just wants to ride off the back of what I'm doing. You're not offering enough value. You're not demonstrating enough tangible value for him to be interested to take things any further. So there are ways to network and there are ways not to network. And should you be getting to know more successful people? Yes, absolutely. Because like I've said, that's going to give, that's going to show you what's possible. That's going to help you get to the next level. But should you be cutting out everybody who doesn't match up to that criteria, whatever your criteria is? Well, I would say no. And the reason I would say no is because I think it's incredibly important if you're in any kind of if you're any kind of a business person and let's face it we're all business people we're all, we all have to sell we all have to make money we all have to you know create something that the marketplace wants and we have to get money from them in exchange for it now for me in order to do that effectively you have to understand people and how do you get to understand people well it's like i said in that tweet you have to go out and talk to as many of them as you possibly can and understand them for yourself and in my view that you shouldn't be limiting yourself to just a couple of people who've got a startup because you think they're kind of cool and they're ahead of you in the in the money making game now for myself because I, I you know my social circle is pretty pretty wide i was going to say wild then and that would actually probably be true as well but it's pretty wide because for a start i went into recovery when i was in my late 20s so if people don't know that it's all documented on in my books and things but basically you know i was drinking too much i had a problem with it and i had to stop i was taking some naughty chemical substances as well and i had to stop that and i had to rebuild my life and so what happened was i went into recovery i went into rehabilitation And then i started to go to meetings i started to go to 12-step meetings now what you find when you go to 12-step meetings is pretty interesting it's a very very mixed bag of people in fact there's a there's a, a quote which is about dating because you're not really meant to date in those uh, Meetings—it's kind of well, you can, but it's kind of frowned upon a little bit, particularly if the other person is is very new because they're vulnerable, and it shouldn't be a pickup place. It's a place to help people get better from addiction, which is a very serious thing to have. But there's a there's a, a joke which goes around which says the odds are good of dating somebody in the in the uh, in the twelve step recovery program. The odds are good, but the goods are odd. and it's correct the goods are odd you get some you get a strange mixed bag of people in there now i can tell you for nothing you get some incredibly successful people in there you get some very very famous people uh who go into recovery for alcohol and drugs because this is something that you know cuts across all classes it's not it's not classist it's not racist it's not anything it just it, it just affects people Right across the spectrum of society, so you know I've seen some very famous actors, singers, you know, etc., etc., in twelve-step recovery meetings. But then you're also going down to the other side of the scale, and and sadly, you get people coming into meetings who maybe they haven't got any anywhere to live. You know, they're homeless, or they're living in a shelter, or they're semi-homeless, and sometimes they can stay in a hostel, and other times they're out on the streets, and you know that's a terrible thing and that's uh, unfortunately you know partly how our society is at the moment but you know you certainly I've met people and I've spent time with people who are not you know the kind of people you're talking about crushing it and being Gary Vaynerchuk and smashing out content and building a a hustle and all this kind of thing i mean these are people who actually are on the other side of the equation who are very you know mentally damaged they've gone through really tough times and they haven't got a lot of money now are we am i as somebody who is building a business who is an entrepreneur who wants to be who, who will be very successful am i somebody who should say okay well I'm i'm just going to ignore those people then because that's not good for me because it's said on it's said on Twitter that I just need to hang out with really successful people so I'm only gonna I'm only gonna speak to people who are rocking it who are pimping it I'm not gonna speak to these other people I think that's bullshit and I think it's bullshit because for a start what kind of person does that make you if that's what you really believe what kind of human being <laughs> does that make you it's it's almost a it's almost a fascistic stance, isn't it? I'm just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut out the undesirables, you know, I'm only gonna speak to the, to the Mentors kind of thing, which I don't agree with anyway, um, just, just on a, on a purely human level. But, but secondly, as I said, there is great value to be found in understanding people, and that means understanding people at large. It doesn't just mean understanding, you know, the few people at the top of their game who've worked in Silicon Valley and they've got a Harvard MBA and they're they're making a startup. It, no, those that's one sort of person. Get to know those guys, great. But equally, get to know the guy who's working in the flower shop. Get to know the, the bloke who who works in the corner shop when you buy your your milk in the morning or your drink, you know, your coffee. Get to know the barrister who is in London, who's traveled, you know, who used to live in Lithuania. Get to know, you know, be friendly to everybody. Get to know lots and lots of different people on lots and lots of different levels in terms of their career, in terms of their life, in terms of, you know, society, in terms of wealth. Get to know loads of different people because the more people that you know and the more you can understand those people the better overall idea you're going to have of humanity and and this is the killer this is where the selfishness comes in the better you're going to be able to sell to people because if the greatest gift any of us have for sales for selling or the greatest sorry um what's the word the greatest advantage that any of us can have the unfair advantage if you like to coin a phrase is understanding people and you're going to understand people better if you know, lots and lots and lots of them on different, in different circumstances. Now, does that mean? So, if we go back to the, you know, the five people that you hang out with, does that mean that you know one of the, your people should be a homeless alcoholic who's sleeping in the street at, in your five? You know, your close circle. Um, no, no, not necessarily. I mean, look, th- here's the truth: some people are toxic. Some people do sap energy. Some people are value takers they're not value givers some people have problems mental problems behavioral problems whatever it is that mean that they are not necessarily appropriate to allow too close at the moment doesn't mean they're bad people doesn't mean they're evil it doesn't mean they're irrelevant it doesn't mean they're less than human it doesn't mean that they are worth less than the silicon valley guy or the guy who's working on wall street or whatever it just means that at the moment they may not be the healthiest people for you to hang around with a lot Uh, so you can see the distinction i'm not saying to ignore that person i'm not saying never to spend any time i'm not saying not to have a conversation with that person but you know maybe just for your own you know mental personal safety i don't mean physical safety necessarily but just for keeping you know yourself in 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 a decent um state you might want to you know keep yourself slightly away from, from those people and just be a bit careful about who you let into the inner circle. But in terms of... Um, how can I put it? In terms of general socialising, I would say you should be talking to as many different types of people as you can. And actually, my ex actually said this of me. So my, my ex-girlfriend a year ago, a year or so ago, she, said, she actually said of me, one of the good things about you is that you can talk to people on all different sorts of levels and it was quite a nice thing for her to say it was a nice little compliment and i think she was i happen to think she was right Uh, you know i i will i will speak with people of, of all different of all different types and i enjoy doing that because i like i find people very interesting i find people in different circumstances interesting so i find the very rich to be interesting but i also find you know people who are very disadvantaged to be interesting as well i find people's stories to be interesting so for me i think that's really helped me because it's really given me a very rounded sort of sense of humanity if you like and and perhaps in in a perverse way i'm kind of quite lucky with this 12 step thing because it means that i've met a load of people that i probably wouldn't really have met otherwise you know uh, for a i'm a kind of middle class sort of guy living in london i was working in a corporate um white-collar job before and um you know it's um you you, generally speaking you're only going to meet certain people through that that process so i've been quite lucky in a sense because i've been able to meet other people outside of that sphere so that's my word of advice for today really The thing about the five people that you surround yourself with, yes, you know, be a bit careful. Don't be letting people who are toxic or who are sort of, you know, too damaged really close into your space. But at the same time, don't become some kind of a snob who walls themselves off from everybody who isn't, you know, um, crushing it as an entrepreneur and building a startup and, you know, or whatever it is. Be, Be ready to take inspiration and help from all different kinds of people because they're all out there and there's so much that we can learn and you know some of the great things i mean when i think about my circle of friends then yes there are people who are who are who are very successful in that and there are people who are middlingly successful and then there are people who who aren't you know particularly successful at all but I've learned something from all of them and that's the thing you should be thinking about you know what can I what can I give for one thing what can I what can I do to help these different people but secondly what can I get from them and if you think you can only learn from the fortune 500 ceo then that's a misconception you can learn something from everybody you come into contact with and actually The more diverse those people are, the better, because you're going to get a more rounded understanding of people, what they want, and crucially, how they buy, what they want to buy. So, I will leave that with you. I hope that's been helpful. I hope you found it interesting. Please do let me know your thoughts. You can drop me an email. And uh, please, if you haven't already, do sign up for my daily email. So, my daily email goes out every evening in London I send it at 11 o'clock Greenwich Mean Time which is British time so depending on where in the world you are it'll come at a slightly different time but I send it out every day it's packed full of fantastic information about how you can improve your life how you can give up the day job go and live the renegade life don't be a rule taker be a renegade I'm thinking about that for a, a tag so do let me know what you think so yeah, get on that daily email because I really put a lot of value into that and I know that it's helping a lot of people really just kind of improve their lives and you know, giving them inspiration just to improve their prospects as they go forward on, on this journey. So do do that. I'll leave the link in the show notes. And aside from that, have a fantastic weekend and we will speak again next week. Bye-bye.